Happy Wee Willie! classroom come on in take a seat beside me my friend hey look here come t.a charlie let's see what he got to say Chag Sukkot Sameach, y'all. It's easy for him to say. You're watching The Road to Concord with professor joe bakanovic and we're high on donuts this morning we're feasting home room is on rumble you just go to Rumble and you search the channels for the Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. It might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, and sometimes on YouTube. And that's when the professor's not going to get himself censored. Mostly that's just Wednesdays. Then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Just look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page. That's theroadtoconcord.com. That's where you find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email the professor at joe at theroadtoconcord.com. He's a little slow right now, and sometimes he's so slow he makes me send the emails, but, but he'll get around to emailing you back. Phones are on today, 229-469-0335. But only for registered numbers. We only accept calls from regular known listeners. If you wish to call in, you must be a known class member that has participated in the chats on a regular basis. You may then request phone access through an email. If you find our classes helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Just warn them, Joe is an acquired taste, and we mean it. 
You'll find that out today because he's high on donuts. This show is listener-sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising, so we are not limited in the content we provide for y'all. With that said, we do ask for your participation on a value-for-value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page, show description on Rumble, and the comments on the other streams. Hey, we all know T.A. Charlie isn't all there. Now, just stay seated and give it a chance. You'll soon realize we not might be the smartest, but we each independently form opinions based on reason and logic. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has on the lesson plan for today. Yeah, I think the tortoise is all confused. Uh, tortoise is actually in town this weekend. Well, was this week or the past weekend. I don't, I, I don't know. He normally lives in a state that gave us the best president of the 20th century, Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm teasing. Hey, hey what, what what's your problem, man? It, blame it on them. If it, 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 blame it on the donuts, man. Blame it on the donuts. How many of y'all remember the A-Team? You know, the TV show? Yeah, I know I'm dating myself now. I don't know if you ever remember the A-Team. How many of y'all out in the classroom ever watched the episode with Murdoch when he went to the loony bin and he was yelling for trash bags? You know, I want a trash bag. Well, today it's I want a dough nut. So we got donuts. It's Manic Monday. That goes very well with being manic. Dip by TDT, morning to all. Hey, you might think it's morning. Well, how do you know what type of morning it is? And that's channeling my inner Sam Elliott in the movie, you know, We Were Soldiers. Look, man, if you cannot talk in snippets of movies, then, you know, and you have to have the required 98 movies under your belt. But if you can't do that, you can't operate here in the shop with us because we can have an intelligent conversation using nothing but lines from movie shows, movies and TV shows. It, it, when I was running the shop here, hold on, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to Manic Monday in just a minute. Just chill out for a second. It's Monday. You know, drink your coffee, eat your donuts. Hold on for a second. When, when I used to run my shop in, in this building where the studio is, this whole building, like 1,800 square feet of it used to be my shop. I had seven people working here at the high, my heyday before I decided I was going to get smaller. But my old man would come in here. My father would come in here. And it, he'd drink his coffee and he'd come into the shop to sit down and be around everybody. And we were all talking in these movie clips. And it drove him nuts. He, he, he was just angry with us because he didn't understand a thing anybody was saying. Six months later, the old man's talking in the same clips and movies and everything he caught on. When he first started, he was like, this doesn't work. After a little while, he's like, yeah, this works. <laughs> the list is much longer than 98 Secret Scroll tells us. Yes, yes, I know it is. <laughs> but we just called it the 98 required movies. It's like MASH is one movie. <laughs> so I've seen every episode of MASH. It still only counts as one. <laughs> See, you got to know your movies. In this case, Lord of the Rings. He <laughs> said, I just blew up a Death Star. That still only counts as one. All right, it's Manic Monday. We're going to talk about the headlines today, right? I've got your show notes already in the description page on Rumble. I put the link up there in everybody else's comment section. For those of you who have never done this before with us, yeah, this is where we read the headlines. 
Here's where you find your show notes. This is the road to concord.com. This is the home blog page for the show or the show is the show for the blog page. I don't know which came chicken and the egg. Well, the blog page came before, man. Anyhow, this is where I just put all the links to the stories we're going to read up here today. Normally I'd give you a slideshow and we just go through the slideshow and then we do do excerpts from it, but we can't do that today. Too many of these stories today are just too yummy, yummy, juicy. We're going to actually want to read through some of them. This one here is from the Federalist Papers, and it's by Jack Davis, and uh, originally published in the Western Journal. This is September 30th, 2023. The title is Resolution Being Drafted to Expel Democrat Congressman Accused of Trying to Obstruct a Bill. Hey, let's just put him in jail. This was an insurrection, violent insurrection. He was in the Capitol building, and he was pulling on the fire alarms trying to stop the, the, proceed, the proceedings. Rather, the Put him in jail. Under the jail, no habeas corpus, no. Oh, wait a minute. That that wasn't an insurrection? Well, neither was January 6th, but isn't it funny how the Democrats aren't yelling for this man to be put in jail and to have all of his rights taken away because he tried to overthrow the United States government? He did actually more to disrupt what was going on than the people in January 6th did. After all, the people in January 6th were invited in by the Capitol Police. We have that on video. Then they were escorted around and shown everywhere they wanted to go and told, hey, you can't go in there. So they didn't. Y'all seen the videos that Tucker Carlson showed us? So, hey, what's in that door? Oh, we can't go there. Oh, okay. That was this, you know, the QAnon shaman. Well, if he was disruptive, he would have gone in there anyway, wouldn't he? But he didn't do that. He only went where he was escorted. This guy here, he goes where he's not supposed to be and starts pulling fire alarms. Anyhow, the House Republicans are demanding that Democratic lawmaker who pulled a fire alarm in uh, the Cannon office building on Saturday face punishment that could include expulsion from Congress. That's called pushback, folks. I have told you before that Congress can expel its own members. And people told me, no, they can't, Zhao. Look right here. Congress is telling you we're thinking about kicking this guy out. Gee, it's almost like I've read the Constitution or something. What? Read the Constitution? Can't do that. Come on. Why be silly, boy? Democratic Representative Jamal Bowman, a member of the far left, I love how they do far left. That's This is the Federalist Papers giving it back. That's pushback right there. You know, normally it would be far right. This far left progressive squad was shown as a, at a, on a security camera image pulling the alarm, which took place not long after the House Republicans unveiled a stopgap uh, stop budget bill that would, uh, it would later pass. But here we have a picture from a tweet. And here you have a picture that says, nobody unintentionally pulls a fire alarm. This is true. And this guy's later said, well, that's how you open these doors. Oh, bull crap. This man needs to be punished. I'm tired of people in government getting away with breaking the law by just saying, oh, uh, whatever. You know, oh, I had bad fungus that day when I was eating my pizza. Yeah, you know, you call that mushrooms. You know, Whatever. You know, I had an anchovy pizza and it gave me indigestion. So I, 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 I that's why I killed all those people. I, I'm tired of this. And yeah, I know I'm being hyperbolic. Well, it might here. be true. He came from American schools, so yeah, he probably true. couldn't read where it said fire, you know. Oh, he, everybody and knows. And what, and that's a, it's against the law to pull that thing unless there's actually a fire, folks. So this is uh, this is him actually pulling the alarm right here. And he says, well, that's what opens it. No, 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 no. Each and every one of us knows that if you've got automatic opening doors, it's a big button that you push that has a handicap sign on it. Well, apparently he's so handicapped, he's not cognitively able to function in the Congress. So, again, should be removed for that that reason as well. Well, if you look at those doors, they have push handles on them. Yeah, so. he's just coming up with an excuse. 
So they, they talk about how this is the United States Congress, and it says this is the United States Congress, not a New York City high school. This actually warrants expulsion, and I'm introducing a resolution to do just that. This is the office of Representative uh, Nicole Meliotoxi, or whatever her name is. And it, the story goes on about talking about how they're going to try to remove him. Well, you're allowed to do that, folks. Did you all know that? Did you know that you can expel congressmen from Congress? Congress can kick you out forever and ever. Amen. You need, you need to be replaced. Your governor has to appoint a replacement. I've told you this before. I've mentioned this on the show. That's pushback. That's the Republicans actually, but here's the problem. You can censure him. This is where the Republicans are full of behawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to use nice words for, you know what I mean? This is all kabuki theater because they need two thirds vote to kick the man out. And they ain't no way they're going to get any Democrats to vote for this. All of this is just to make you think, look, the Republicans are finally doing something. Well, at least they're actually telling you that you can kick somebody out of Congress. That's pushback. It'll never happen. I doubt they'll even have the vote on censuring this guy. This is all about to keep you thinking, yay, yay, team GOP. My guys are doing something. No, they're not. You know, you just passed this continuing resolution bill. When are you going to let the government shut down, Republicans? Just shut it down. I get so tired of the lies that the TV, you know, you listen to. It won't shut down. I I have seen some actual articles that told the truth, but they're like, oh, you're not going to get your Social Security check. You're not going to, you know, the veterans aren't going to get their checks. and. Those things continue paying out Yep. just through the whole thing. It's all, you know, the stuff that shuts Kabuki down when the, when the government shuts down, let it shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, when we had these long-term shutdowns a few years ago, the country ran so much better. Why'd they not just leave it that way? Well, they can't leave it shut down because I then know. you'll realize you don't need any of that stuff. Exactly. So this is all just to, it, this is just... To get get the sides all riled up with each other, man. This is part of how the game is played. It's all garbage. But now, you know, that great Republican, Matt Gates. He's Matt Gates is always giving it to him. Well, from according to what Mark Levin is telling us, the original proposal for this continuing resolution would have cut 8% of some sort of budget or another. And they were actually going to cut back on a little bit. Not really cutbacks. They were going to cut back on the amount of increase. You know, Rush Limbaugh explained all that to us years ago. But we were actually going to have a cut in something. Maybe not increase as much, but according to what Levin's saying, Gates shot that in the foot. Now he's running around wanting to get rid of the House Speaker because of whatever. You know, I am so sick and tired of Republicans running their daggum mouths. You know what, boys, girls? Either walk the walk or shut your yap. And, And you might as well just go ahead and put a D on the end of your name and get it over with. Either start walking the walk. And we do have a, and I'm upset with him. Don't get me wrong. I'm upset with this, but we do have a single Republican out there walking the walk and nobody likes him. He's actually walking the walk and nobody wants anything to do with him. all of a sudden, I wonder why. Maybe because it's, you don't want to walk the walk any more than anything else. You just, you just want to get even with people. I want to give some back to those, those Democrat progressives. I want to elect me some Trump. Yeah. Cheeto Jesus will get them back for me. You know, that's Steve Dace's nickname for Trump. 
Cheeto Jesus, you know, orange Jesus because of that stupid spray on tan that Trump likes to wear. And yes, I'm bashing on Trump right now. Why? Well, folks, a lot of the mess you're in right now is because of Trump. It, it, he delivered exactly what I told everybody back when he first announced in 2015 he was going to deliver. They prevented him, pre presented him with a crisis on purpose. And since he doesn't have an ideological grounding, you know, his, his idea of ideology is America first, mega, mega, mega. Well, that ain't no different than, you know, Obama's forward and Bill Clinton's the economy stupid. It was just a slogan. That's the extent of his ideology. So when it, he had to actually have some sort of political ideological grounding, we got the lockdowns. We got BLM influencing the vote. He played right into the voter scams, the election fraud, not vote fraud, election fraud. And that's exactly what it was by definition. And here we are. We got a mental moron in the White House. And we got somebody else running this place by default through him. We are in total disarray and anarchy. And everybody's pretending like we're still operating as business as usual. <laughs> How dare anybody in this country say that the emperor has no clothes? If somebody says that, off with their head. We got to cancel them and censure them and censor them and do all sorts of other good things. No, in this case, the emperor has no brain. Well, he's not the emperor. So Valid point. We, we do, we do still have pushback in this country and we've got people leading by example. Here's one for us. This is from, uh, not the B and it's by Harris Rigby, uh, September 26, 2023. If you need some fire in your belly, watch this North Carolina, North Carolina mother go nuclear on her school board at a level I didn't know existed. You got to read some of the tweets here. In this case, um, let's pop over to that tweet, get it to open up here. Give it just a second with the screen. You, you guys know how computers work. I got the little spinning blue wheel there. Our router's not wanting to behave today. This is a based mother um, asks the teacher's board, well, you know, teacher school board, why they are wasting all their time with touchy feely topics. And the quote from her little speech is, is there's one goal and one goal alone in the education system to prepare children to enter careers to be productive members of society. It is not a counseling session. It is not a self-help area. It is not an arena to find yourself and should not be led by children. She's saying that her school board is being led by children, and it shouldn't be. So there's nothing more powerful than a compelling speech, according to the article. It says, compared with what this mom did to the unintelligible shrieks from the other side of the aisle. She says, let me just say there's, okay, we've read that. So honestly, the modern public education system sounds like it was designed by Whitney Houston. This is not the B writing here. It's quite literally the silly pie in the sky, hippy dippy theory of education that Jack Black makes up in School of Rock so he can be lazy. Actually, no, the public education system is exactly what John freaking Dewey designed it to be. We've covered this. Word for word from John Dewey's own pen. So not the beat continues. It says it is the job of parents and adults to lead and teach children. Child-led learning isn't a thing, but modern quote-unquote professional educators think we should let children explore and lead the adults. This is exactly word for word what John Dewey said. It is. I've read his quotes on this show before. That is exactly what John Dewey said. 
So she says this mama bear then schooled, well, the article says this mama bear then schooled the school board on what the democracy they proclaimed to love actually means. And I'm going to skip that little section there. She gets to the heart of the matter. She says there's a mental health crisis and it's being driven by the schools. She says, and we quote, we know, we know the statistics. 50% of the kids do not pass their end of grade tests. What are we celebrating? We have children coming up here telling us how horrible the mental health crisis is. Why? Most of us went to public school and all of our peers and are not in mental crisis. We have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our children? I have to say, we are discussing things with them that they are not emotionally, intellectually, emotionally, and morally able to handle. That is what's causing this anxiety. That is what's causing the depression. That is what's causing the confusion. We need our children to be able to be children, to be able to be innocent, to be able to enjoy childhood and not know all of the drama, know all the difficulties of adult life. We demand that our children who fear God are protected in our schools. And uh, not to be says, man, does she ever hit the nail on the head? That's where I'm going to quit with this article. You can read the rest of it if you just go to the show links. I agree with her. She does hit the nail on the head. And that is exactly what's happening. We are increasing. Do you know how much child suicide, child ra- suicide rates have gone up since 2020, since COVID? And they haven't come back down. They're just skyrocketing. And that's because the people in your education system are not even pretending anymore. When I went to, when I was going to sociology school, 93, 94, 1993, 1994, I'm earning my sociology degree at FSU. They did a study there. The the majority of teachers, the the two professions, (laughs) and I'm going to tell the truth. They had the lowest entrance rates in the, in the country for these two professions the lowest academic rates. In other words, they barely made it by the skin of their teeth into these two schools. They were stupid. Just unintelligent individuals. You know what two, two where they were? Journalism and public education majors. If you're a teacher and you don't like that, I'm sorry. That's the world in which you entered. When I was going to school up till that point, 93, 94, it was a 12 year running period cycle. I read the study. So for the last 12 years, you know, some like 1980, that was the trend. The scores were getting lower and lower. I do not believe that that has changed. I think it's gotten even worse. And you know what both of them people said? when they were not even requiring degrees or certification anymore. I know. But now in that study, when they were asked, why did you go into journalism and why did you go into public education? Both of those two, the majority of people in those two fields had the same answer to change the world. Folks, you don't go into journalism to change the world. You go into journalism to report news. You don't go into public education to change the world. You do that to educate. Those are what those people who said, the majority of the ones that said they want to change the world, those are political agents. They're political agenda driven. They're crusaders. What they were going into those two fields for, they're evangelicals for their secular humanist religion. Yeah, in the in, in industry that I've worked in, one of the sayings going around, those that can't do, teach. Or go into politics. Now, there's more pushback. We're having these things happening more and more and more in our, in our school board meetings. Teachers are starting to get fed up. I mean, uh, parents are getting fed up with the teachers. And they're starting to push back. 
And that takes us to that article we had last week where the uh, national education head of the national education or whatever the heck it was says he's tired of disrespectful and unruly parents. What he's tired of is parents getting tired of him, him and those like him. Just like it, it, I was doing a search this morning and it's talking about the social agenda, social wars, culture wars. And it's talking to talk about Republicans are trying to roll back all the gains that we've made. You know, that America's made, taking away rights. We're not taking away rights. The conservatives are not taking away rights. We're trying to get back to our rights. What it is is they're trying to take away the tyranny that's been. Conservatives are no longer conservative. By definition, by the definition that Burke, you know, the father of a conservative movement, you conserve what you have. Well, when progressives start screaming that you're taking away their gains, what they're saying is we're now the conservatives. You're the radicals. You've flipped sides, folks. The problem is that you conservatives, you you ones who thinks that you're you're still espousing the principles of the founding of the country, you're not fighting like radicals. You're not going to beat a conservative fighting like a conservative. Is, you're going to have to learn how to. You might want to. Hey, if you're in the GOP and, and you call yourself a conservative, might be time to read Rules for Radicals and Lackoff's Little Blue Book. You need to learn how to fight differently. Yeah, I said it. Here's another one from Legal Insurrection. This is by Stacey Matthews, September 23rd, 2023. It says DeSantis winning. Disney chief says backing off from culture wars and increasing investments in Florida. Disney is backing down after DeSantis stood firm, and that's a good thing. Conservatives should be celebrating regardless of who you support for president. And it goes through the article, and it talks to, talks to you about some of the fighting between Disney and, and DeSantis. And I'm not going to read too much of this other than the fact that, you know, DeSantis is still getting hammered over this. Here's a tweet from a video of, uh, of an interview. It says DeSantis brushes off attacks from old guard Republicans criticizing him for standing up to Disney. They basically always just always just bend their knee to big, powerful corporations, according to DeSantis. He says, I'm going to stand for our kids. Now, let me ask you something. Why? Why are the Republicans against DeSantis for standing up against this? And it's true. I've heard Trump giving him a hard time, giving DeSantis, calling him names because he stood up against Disney. Pence and a few others said he shouldn't be doing that. Why is it that the Republican Party always stands up for big business when we know as a fact that big business is part of what's shoving the progressive agenda down our throat? So DeSantis walks the walk. This is one of the reasons I'm pissed with him. He's running for president. He promised he wouldn't do that. I want him to stay as my governor for the next four freaking years. Like he promised he would do. Follow the money. Yes, I know. But he's doing what he told his constituents he would do. He's fighting back. And Disney, who promised everybody, you know, the media is like, Disney's going to whoop the Sanders' butt. Didn't work, did it? Didn't happen. You know, all that $4 billion, whatever the heck it was, it was going to cost the Florida voter. It didn't. It didn't. Disney's picking up the tab for what it was supposed to. Disney got caught doing what most corporations are doing nowadays, pushing off their biggest expenses to the American taxpayer and then demanding that their political buddies who they give all their money to so they can get reelected and stay in their cushy, you know, kabuki theater positions, you know, their actor paid actor positions. Yeah, I'm talking about representatives and senators, paid actors. That's what they are. So the big corporations are doing that, that they're pushing their expenses off on you and I. 
You want one where we, we really need an investigative journalist? And DeSantis is pushing back, folks. But we need an investigative journalist to go into what's happening with the post office right now. You know, the current U.S. postal system switched all of its, its, its shipping and its overseas shipping to a different, different um, system of shipping. And lo and behold, it looks exactly like the one that eBay pioneered one year before the post office switched to that system. And it, it, it is the same system. How is it eBay pioneered it and then the United States Post Office? Well, it was just a real good system. No, 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 no. How many of you have Amazon Prime? I do. How many of you remember that it used to be like two days shipping from UPS? I remember. How many of you realize now that a good deal of your shipping is coming through the postal system now, the U.S. Post Office? Well, it's just cheaper, Joe. No, no, no. Have you gone to the post office lately to ship a package? Prices have gone through the roof, right? Not for Amazon or Walmart or these big corporations or eBay. Their prices are cheap. I know. I deal in shipping every day with my business. I know what's going on. And I've asked my postmaster because I always make friends with my postmaster. And I've, I, I've asked them. And they won't tell me a word because they're afraid of losing their job. But I've got a couple of them that will just look at me. And I know them well enough to know what the look means. <laughs> you and I are subsidizing the shipping costs, the, the discounted shipping costs for these major companies. Do you know how all types of illegal that should be? Pirate ship. Yeah. Oh, so, so, oops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be advertising on the show, but <laughs> man, I, I had to ship some stuff and I, looked at the price at the post office and then I went to pirate ship and it was like half the price. Yeah. But I bet you they ship through the post office. Uh, well, some of them, some of it's UPS, some of it's yeah. postal. It depends. Post office was cheaper, but the post office is further from me than the UPS Just like store. So if I was only a few pennies difference, if I pay the extra money to overnight it through FedEx, do you know who actually delivers it? Yeah. The post, post office. office. Yeah. yeah. That's a public private partnership. There you go. Gee, where did we hear that from? <laughs> All right. So we've got more pushback going on in the state of Florida. I'm surprised that you, you Republicans aren't looking. This is from The Blaze. This is uh, Colin Jones, September 11th, 2023. A lot of red flags. Florida Surgeon General advises people to stay away from the new COVID-19 vaccine. Well, you know, he's an Uncle Tom, right? That, that's going to be our explanation here. You know, he's, he's a black man that's just going with the white DeSantis. So, yeah, everything is fascist. I got it, Natasha. Well, I'm not going to call this man that. He's an educated African-American who who happens to have a doctor degree. You know, he's a, he's a medical doctor, and he knows what the heck he's talking about. He says, Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo said during a press conference on Thursday that people should not receive the updated COVID-19 booster vaccine. He says the booster in question has not been approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, but it is apparently designed to, to defend against the BA-286 Omicron subvariant of the illness, per Fox News. Ladapo said that there's a new vaccine that's coming around the corner, a new mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, and it's essentially no evidence for it. He goes in there. This is from a tweet. He says, um, there's no clinical trial done in human beings showing that it benefits people. There's been no clinical trial showing that it's a safe product for people to use. There has since been one using only 23 people, which is breaking all the norms. 
he says there's been no clinical. He goes over that. Um, while addressing uh, specific concerns about the booster, he suggested that the updated vaccine actually causes cardiac injury in many people. That's his quote. He urged Floridians to make their own decisions based on their own convictions. He suggested people make decisions based on their resonance of truth instead of relying on very educated people telling you what you should think. Oh my gosh, he just committed a... There is a government official telling you to think for yourself. We can't have that. You have to think according to the way the beast tells you to think. That right there is pushback, folks. That's hard pushback. That's what we need to see more of. Who can tell me of a state where we're seeing as much pushback lately as you have out of the state of Florida? I don't. It should be coming from Texas, but it isn't. Texas is folding. The only state I know where there's still pushback is Florida. I thought I thought this was all about Florida man. You know, Florida man's stupid. You know, just look at what them Floridians are doing. You want more pushback? How many of you know about OMG It's Wix on Facebook? Have, have, have any of you all seen his videos? He's another black American. He's got dreadlocks and he does all these little cool, you know, flip phone activate videos. If you haven't seen him, you should really watch him. Because you know what started it? He got tired of people making fun of Florida man. So he started making videos. This shows you some of the stupid stuff Floridians are doing. Yes, stupid by even my own estimation. I live in Florida. But he explains to people one time, he says, y'all just upset. He says, Floridians, you laugh at us. You say we're stupid. He goes, but we're still wrestling dinosaurs. He says, you're still trying to figure out, you know. And he doesn't get political. So he didn't fill in anything like that. But he's like, you know, you're just jealous because Florida man wrestles dinosaurs. And he had a couple of videos of Floridians wrestling alligators and sharks, literally wrestling sharks, pulling them out of the ocean. And the point being here was obvious. He, th this is as close as this man comes to making a political comment I've ever seen. And, and it was one of his very first videos. He hasn't done it since. What he was doing was pushback against people making fun of us still being masculine men in this country. Yeah, we do some things that people think are stupid. We survive. Why is that that that's a Florida trait? I don't, I don't hear about Texas man. I don't hear about Louisiana man. All I keep hearing about is Florida man. And we're doing things like, you know, riding, you know, riding bears in our barebacks, you know, shirts, no shirts on, kind of like Putin does, right? You know, we make fun of Putin for that. What this is, is the country getting to the point where you don't want nothing to do with manly men anymore. It might very well be that the only spirit of revolution left in this country is in my home state of Florida, which is why Wix keeps telling people, you know, it's, 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 I'm just saying, you can go back to your own home state. You, you don't like Florida. You can go back. You can go back. Yeah, it used to be the great republic of Texas. However, they've been invaded from the south and from the west. Yes. And that's what's happened to them, I believe. Yeah, they, they went from red to purple. And they're, and they're heading toward blue meaning Democrat this time. But pushback, folks, actually stand up for yourself. And we've got a, a, a state surgeon general telling our state people, don't take this jab, man. It's going to harm you. Use your own judgment. He's telling the people of his state, think for yourselves. Don't look to the government. Don't look to all these self, you know, the self-proclaimed educated people. It, it, <laughs> that's pushback, baby. That's pushback. Here's another one. 
This is from the Daily Signal. Uh, Lillian Twenton, September 11th, 2023. By the way, these stories are all going backwards in time. Sheriff derides and won't enforce New Mexico governor's unconstitutional ban on carrying firearms. We've covered this not too long ago, but this is the press conference with uh, Sheriff John Allen on the governor's public health order. The ban on concealed carry and open uh, carry in Bernalillo County will not be enforced. And listen to his entire statement. You can read it and go over it. This is a this is another one of pushback. You're going to find several of these type of stories in in the show today. Sheriffs are pushing back. You got a couple sheriffs in the state of Florida, Florida man. Yeah, go Florida sheriff. Where they say you shoot, you you loot, we shoot. We've heard that from sheriffs before in the state of Florida. We've also heard you break into somebody's house. We're going to show up, collect your body, you know, do whatever, shake the hand of the man or you know the homeowner who shot you and put you back in the in the truck, haul you away, and that, that's going to be the end of it. We're going to let them shoot you. Why? Because he's enforcing the law. You've got a right to defend your home and your property. But if you're a great progressive who has gained all these rights and grounds, the rights to loot when you want to, to just go into the Target store, and as long as you calculate it up and it's only $2,499, you should be allowed to walk out of it, that Target store, with that product for free because, after all, Target stole it from you. I don't know how the heck this happened, but this seems to be the left-wing thinking if you listen to it long enough. That, that seems to be. The only reason you don't have that $2,499 worth of stuff is because they stole it from you. What's the proof? Well, if it hadn't been for that evil corporation, you'd have it. What's the proof? This person never worked a day in their life. They've been living off of welfare ever since they were born. And somehow or another, somebody stole nothing from somebody who never had or made nothing. That's leftist thinking. It's lawlessness. And all of a sudden, you have a sheriff who shows up and says, if you want to try that here and somebody shoots you, we're not going to put him in jail. We're just going to scoop your body up and take it to the morgue. And that sheriff is the evil person. Now, that's pushback, Jack. That's a real American talking to you when you hear that. American as in founding fathers type American. We have these stories. You don't see these on the nightly news. You know why? Because if I see people standing up, I might stand up too. And if too many of the morons stand up, they might actually figure out they really do outnumber us. And then we'll lose our progressive utopia we're trying to build here. Where's our ant video? It, it's in there. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> you got to hunt for that one. It should be in the saved videos file, Charlie. But um, I'm probably going to get ourselves in trouble for today's show. <laughs> Joe, you're advocating, but no, no, I'm advocating defense of your personal property and protection of your own lives. And don't forget, you have property in your body, in your life. Found it. <laughs> well, you can play it before we go to break there or when we go to break. <laughs> so we got more pushback, right? Lo and behold, Governor DeSantis again. This is from the Florida Phoenix. This is uh, Michael Moline, September 7th, 2023. Governor DeSantis urges Americans to defy public health guidance, attacks Trump on COVID. We did not and we will not allow dystopian visions of a paranoid hypochondriacs control our health policies. And you can go through this story here if you want to read it. But DeSantis didn't lock our state down the way the rest of the world locked down. And we did just fine. The news media tried to tell you, yeah, because of DeSantis, more people died. Not true. Didn't happen. 
we lost more early on, but then we didn't lose as many for the next two years as everybody else did because we had herd immunity. In New York City, they locked down so hard and they lost more than anyone, I believe. Yeah, but you need to read the Hosea Manifesto to understand why that was happening. Um, there's a spiritual reason behind that one. DeSantis has been criticized for not locking down, but it turns out all the studies now have said he did the right thing and he was ideologically based. Well, he attacked Cheeto Jesus. We can't have anything to do with this Ron DeSantis dude. He's going after my Donald Trump. Trump is appointed by God. Oh my God, if I hear any more of that from you people. Yeah, maybe, but he's not a believer. And if he's appointed by God to do the work when he's not a believer... You better be careful of the work he's doing. God appointed Pharaoh too. Yeah, God appointed Pharaoh, God appointed Cyrus. There's lots of people who will help God's people, but you you better know your scriptures, Jack. Doesn't mean that what he's doing is a good thing for you. Yes, ma'am. If Trump is your Trump card, just fold. <laughs> That's Natasha's drive-by shot for the day. <laughs> Look, folks, I, I, I understand. But if you think I'm bashing on Trump because I like Biden, <laughs> you're as dopey as Biden is. <laughs> I'm upset with all of them right now, man. But more than the politicians, because I know they're all just actors. They're all just playing a part. Even Trump. He's a showman. I'm upset with the American people for not spitting all of this out of their mouth. I, I am. I really am. I'm just upset with each and every one of us for not spitting this mess out of our mouths. We're supposed to know better, folks. We really are. And I, I anyhow, more stories about pushback. This is from Legal Insurrection. This was posted by William A. Jacobson, Monday, May 15th, 2023. DeSantis defunds diversity, equity, and inclusion bureaucracies in Florida public universities. A practice DEI uh, represents discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination, and this has no place in public institutions. And this is about, um, here's some of what he did. He says, uh, the budget of the DEI are gone. He says, prohibiting higher education institutions from using and funding, regardless of source, to support DEI, CRT, and other discriminatory initiatives, and a prohibiting post-secondary institutions from using discriminatory political filters, including political loyalty oaths and DEI statements in the hiring process. In other words, he, um, what he was doing, what DeSantis was doing, was defunding a lot of the government-instituted programs in funded programs that were pushing the racist agendas in this country or the political leftist agendas. So that's pushback in this, in this state. One of the ways he's done that is rather than go after first amendment principles that the universities could sue him for, he's just taken away their bureaucracies. He has the authority to do that as the governor. So rather than, you know, well, I've got the right to my first amendment rather than doing that, he just took away the bureaucracy that funded and, and made that agenda push uh, a, viable you got to remember a lot of the progressive left progressives are parasites left-wing and right-wing progressives democrat and republicans alike there are no such thing as republican progressives joe <clears throat> teddy roosevelt okay now go away because he was the first 
and he was a Republican when he started out. So, you know, don't talk to me anymore. They're, Rush called him country club blue bloods because for whatever reason, he had to speak in code. Very progressive of him. But that's exactly what he meant. Republican progressives. Look into it sometime. You'll see what I'm talking about. And I mean, do a real good look and don't use Google. And there's a reason he spoke in code. He couldn't tell you out in the open what he was really doing. If he did, he wouldn't have been as successful anymore. Very progressive of him. He would have got canceled. Well, no, his audience would have left him. So DeSantis starts showing you how to take apart the demo- the uh, bureaucracies and how to push back against the, the, the par- political parasites who use your money to push their agenda on you, use your money to, to poison you and to kill you. And what do we do? We bash DeSantis and we praise Cheeto Jesus. Yeah. I, I wonder why things don't work out for this country. No idea. None. Also from legal insurrection, this is uh, Mary Chastain, February, uh, January 13th, 2023. Numerous Illinois sheriff departments won't enforce Governor Pritzker's assault weapon ban. I, among others, believe that uh, HB 5471, state law there, is a clear violation of the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. So this sheriff goes over it and he says, therefore, as the custodian of the jail and as your chief law enforcement official of Greene County, neither myself, my deputies, not my office will be conducting or participating in any investigations or arrests or assisting any outside agency or agencies in any investigations or arrests concerning lawful gun owners failing to register their weapons with the state or any other unconstitutional provisions contained in HB House Bill 5471. Furthermore, the Greene County Jail will not house any law-abiding individuals that have been arrested solely with non-compliance of the regulation found in HB 5471. Say, so, well, the sheriff can't do that. Oh, yes, he can. He's an elected official, and guess what that gives him the authority to do? If you're an elected official like he is, gives him the authority to determine whether or not that bill is constitutional equal to the justices in their state. You didn't know that? Go read the state constitution. Did you know that the president of the United States can decide whether or not it's constitutional just as well as anybody else? So can the House and the Senate. So can the judiciary. This idea that only the Supreme Court can decide, that's a progressive idea. And they did that because they were trying to wrest power away from the presidency at the time. Now that they've got the courts in their back pocket, they want to put it back in the presidency. You know, Woodrow Wilson said we got to have electric dictators. This is the only way to keep up with the changing world in which we live. So these sheriffs are showing us pushback. How many other sheriffs are following suit? Have you ever noticed something? Pushback seems to come from red areas. And I don't mean GOP. Have you ever looked at the map? The electric map, red and blue by county or precinct. The majority of this country in terms of land is red. Vast majority. Where's the blue, Joe? In the big cities. But out in rural Hickville, we're red. What's the difference, Joe? Well, one thing is in rural Hickville, we know our neighbors. You people who are piled up in the city, you don't know anybody. 
you guys are more alone than anybody in the world. I, I, I could, where I live, where I live right now, where, where, where I live, it's three minute walk and either four minute walk in either direction to find a neighbor. And yet I know my neighbors better than you people in the daggum city do. And all you got to do is go outside your door and knock on the next door right next to you. You don't know nobody. Just like Jefferson said, as soon as we pile ourselves up in the cities, we're going to become a piece of crap just like Europe. We don't pay no attention to anybody that knows what the heck they're talking about, though, do we? More pushback. This one's from The Blaze. This is Leon Wolf, October 16th, 2022. A growing number of Oregon counties are voting to join Idaho because the state's coastal zone ignores their concerns. Gee, wait a minute. Didn't we do a show about how you can just secede from what? the Can union? they do that? Yes, they can. Whoa. Our part of Florida, Northwest Florida, used to be part of Alabama. We joined Florida. We can go back. There's been a couple of votes that Northwest Florida wanted to rejoin with Alabama. I don't want to do that now because Alabama's lost its freaking mind, too, up there in Montgomery and Birmingham and north of that. The only part of Alabama that's, hey, lower Alabama, like Dothan on down, maybe y'all ought to join us. Yeah, lower Georgia, it, it, fr- Georgia. We've got a large part of our audience that's in occupied territory of Georgia. From the area of about, you know, just below Atlanta down, y'all ought to join Florida. We'll trade that for South Florida. Yes, I'll tell you what, we'll cut South Florida off and send it back where it belongs, the South Borough of New York City. Well, the very tip needs to go back to Havana, but the rest of them needs to go up to the South Borough of New York City tired of these daggum Yankees coming down here to retire because it's cheaper to live down there. You know why? Because we don't do things the way you do up north. Well, you're going to do it now because now we're down here. It won't be cheaper to live here much. Oh, it isn't already. What? Go try to live in West Palm Beach. Good luck. If you're not a millionaire, you ain't going to make it. And whenever we get people who show us how to push back, what do we do? We don't follow their example, do we? We don't go vote for people who are going to follow their example, do we? (laughs) We just ignore them. Here's one from real close by. This one's just in a couple counties to the west of me. It says, victory, Florida school district put Bibles back in school libraries. Uh, There was a citizen filed a complaint with the Escambia County Public School alleging that Bibles, quote, promote sexism, promote sex, promote violence, genocide, slavery, rape, and bestiality. You read the Bible? Whoever did that lawsuit has never read the Bible. But anyhow, the citizens went on to say that the Bible's purpose is to indoctrinate children in Christianity. So the schools were told to remove the Bibles from their libraries. So the local citizens got into gear and uh, they got that reversed. So that was a grassroots movement showing you how pushback works. And it succeeded. That was book banning. If you're going to remove a book from the library, you're book banners. And right now we got people on both sides of the political aisle running around banning books. Why are you afraid of an idea, man? What the heck's wrong with you people? But there was more pushback. Got the Bible put back in the schools, at least in the school library. We got another story of pushback right here. Blaze Media. Chris Pendeloff, October 11th, 2022. Group, whoa, 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 whoa. This is, this can't be possible. Group of New York sheriffs say they will not aggressively enforce new gun control law that unfairly targets law abiding citizens. This is about the concealed carry law there. 
not going to read that one right now, but this is another one where the sheriffs are not going to go do the bidding of these lawless political henchmen in their state governments that are just doing away with the second amendment by passing a law. Well, if the law it goes against the constitution of the United States, didn't the founding fathers say it's not a law at all? Yes, they did. Notice we've got three stories of sheriffs that are basically telling the locals to pound sand when it comes to gun control laws. I wonder why. And that was from New York. Are you telling me you still got some sanity in New York? Yes. If you go outside New York city, the majority of the rest of the state is red. Maybe what we ought to do is mandate that every state start an electoral Congress for the state. Two votes per county. So the county can vote for whoever they want and the states will vote by county two votes for each. You know what would happen in the state of Georgia where they have the most counties of any state in the country? You'd get four votes for the Democratic congressman and everybody else would go Republican from ever and ever, amen. Because there's only two counties in Atlanta that tend to make the state go blue. Yeah, from now on, every county gets two votes. This is why they want to do away with the Electoral Congress, folks. So that seven cities can dictate to the country. But that's democracy. Ugh. Pushback. It's in the headlines. We just don't pay attention. Here's another one. This is just the news. It's uh, which means it's probably from John Solomon somewhere along the line. It says accountability. DeSantis suspends another public official from office. Martinez is the most recent to lose his job after the governor issued executive orders last month, suspending four Broward County school board members. He's also suspended a DA. Yeah, governors can do that. What? Yeah, did you know that a governor can suspend people who are acting outside of the confines of their elected office? At least in the state of Florida, they can. So here's Governor DeSantis yet again showing us how to do this. And yet again, he's being criticized by Republicans for pushing back. Oh, by the way, the person he suspended in that story was a Republican accused of taking kickbacks in the process of his job. $15,000 in payoffs to favor one person over another in a quote-unquote nonpartisan elected position. You can go read the story. It's in your show notes. He suspends them across. It doesn't matter if you're a D or an R. He's after corruption. He walks the walk. Why isn't DeSantis the forerunner in the Republican Party right now? He's the only one in the, in the whole race that's actually doing what the Republicans, the rank-and-file Republican, you know, the ones that are, you're a rhino, which just means you're not voting the way I want you to vote. Very progressive of you. But if you looked at the Republicans, they say, we're for law and order. Well, you only got one, you know, we want to take the country back. You only got one doing that. Only one guy with a track record for that. And you want everybody and anybody else but him. Yeah, I don't think you really want that. You're talking the talk. You're not walking the walk. You had a chance in 2016 to get a, a constitutional law abiding uh, a politician elected then too. You know, Ted Cruz? Now, he's since lost his way. Yeah, I got that. I understand. They all do once they get up there. But at that time, he was the best candidate on the board, but you had to have Cheeto Jesus because he was going to give it back to him. And you got what you deserved. Unfortunately, the whole country did too. Then there was, uh, I've got this for you here real quick. Snag this off the internet. It says, Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican Florida, just dropped a tactical nuke on Antifa and BLM. 
He recently announced the terms of Florida's new Law Enforcement Protection Act. Boom. Check it out. He says, if you get arrested during a riot, you stay in jail until you stand before a judge. If you participate in a riot, you forfeit state benefits and employment. If you strike a cop, mandatory six-month minimum. Violent assembly without permit, felony. Block a roadway, felony. Participate in a riot from out of state, enhanced sentences. That's when if you get bust in to do it. Any local government that refuses to provide adequate protection for citizens will forfeit sovereign immunity protection, allowing citizens to sue that local government for compensation. If you lose sovereign immunity, you yourself directly can be sued. Any municipality that defunds the police will be defunded of future grants and aids. Well, if you go to your show notes, there's the law. That's from Ron DeSantis's original place. He did more than just that. Mandatory minimum jail sentences, offenses enhanced, no, no defund the police permitted, victim compensation, government employment benefits, bail, et cetera, et cetera. That law, from what I understand, was passed. So once again, DeSantis is walking the walk. And we won't put our votes behind him. One other thing of pushback I have for you today. This is uh, Seth Dillon. He's the CEO of the Babylon Bee. This is, uh, I think a lot of the reason why we have so many insane ideas permeating our culture right now is because we took bad ideas seriously and didn't sufficiently ridicule and mock them the way they should have been. Well, that's what the Babylon Bee does is mock stupidity. So he is showing you the way. Every story I gave you today, up till now, this is the way, folks. Follow me. Let me show you how to do it. Let me ask you, how many people do we know that are raw, 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 founding fathers, constitution, rule of law, are supporting or following any of those folks? Is Ron DeSantis the leading member for the Republican nomination right now for president? How many other people are actually walking the walk? Cheeto Jesus walks the walk. He's going to drain the swamp. Did he? Did he? No. He did what the swamp told him to do, locked us down, allowed them to steal an election. And yes, that's exactly what happened. Go ahead and censure me for that. I just want you to put me in court over it so we can uh, we can compare fact to fact on that one. I'm just going to pull out a dictionary. I'll win. course that's is provided that the people prosecuting me have any ability left to reason and that the jury has two gray cells still functioning in their head which is seriously in doubt these days given the state of our public education system so maybe not yeah so maybe just yeah screw it go ahead take me to jail tired of this folks this is all stories of people leading the way. What do we do, Joe? Look for the people who are showing you. Support them. Follow them. No, that's not what I want. I want Cheeto Jesus to give it back to them. The Rep Democrats need to suffer. Okay. Congratulations. You're the right wing of the progressive bird. You're the fascist. Wanting to give it back to the, to the communists. The communists want to give it to the fascists. You're right wing, you're left wing, you're right wing, you're left wing. Yeah, correct. That's exactly how that happened. Fascists on the right, communists on the left of the progressive freaking bird. And the bird is on the left because it's a control freak in both cases. See how that works? Gee, I fell into that one. That was an accident, but it works just fine. Who's to blame for all of this? 
<laughs> Once again, I'm telling you to grab that mirror, aren't I? <laughs> I don't want to hear that, Joe. You're talking about me being the bully. Well, who else you going to blame? We're supposedly in a representative republic where we get to vote for our people that, you know, supposed to pass the laws and represent us. <laughs> well, yeah, Joe, I voted for the MAGA guy. Did he represent you? Well, yeah, he gave it back to him. Did he shut down the border? Well, but he got gas cheap. Yeah, that's because, you know, he's a businessman. He, uh, he likes making money. So that that was in his wheelhouse. D did he did he also shut down the economy and cost everybody their money that they had just made? Well, yeah. So he he destroyed what he had created, right? Well, yeah. And, and, and he allowed them to steal an election in the process, right? Well, yeah, which stole even more money than what was, you know, the economy still hasn't recovered. Well, yeah. Well, that's Cheeto Jesus. And he's still bragging about how great a job he did with the with the jabs, right? Well, yeah. How many people has he killed with them? Well, the jabs aren't killing anybody. You know, whenever somebody talks about it, well, I, I another young person died today. How young? Well, they were under 40. Did they take the jab? That's the first thing I want to know. Did they take the jab? You know, they just dropped dead all of a sudden. They're under 40. I want to know if they took the jab. Because... I didn't show you any of the stories about that because that's not pushback. <clears throat> but the stories are starting to come out. We know now. They're, they're saying as many as 17 million people in the United States alone have died because of this. I find that number hard to believe, but I also know that the people who are in charge of hiding and controlling and playing with the numbers that report who dies, <clears throat> maybe they have. The insurance companies have been trying to tell us 43% increase in total number of unaccounted for deaths above and beyond what was, should have been expected. Y'all do realize that's quite a few people, right? Like I said, I still think 17 million is high. That's why you haven't seen the story from me yet. But the story's out there. Hmm. What are we going to get if you elect Trump again? Because you know they're going to hit him with another virus. What's he going to do this time? Well, it didn't work last time because I didn't mandate it. This time I'm going to mandate everyone and y'all going to have to get jabbed with good stuff. Send in the aliens. Yeah. <sighs> All right, man, we're going to go to break. We'll see what Charlie has in store for us. I'll see you in, uh, if he's got a video and then a, then a clip. See you in five minutes. If he's got two clips, see you in six. Charlie's choice. See you in a bit. Guys, order another round because we're staying here. Yeah. Yeah. What was I thinking going back to Ant Island? I mean, we just got here, and we have more than enough food to get us through the winter, right? Why go back? But there was that ant that stood up to me. Yeah, but we can forget about him. Yeah, it was just one ant. Ooh. One ant. <laughs> You're right. It's just one ant. Yeah, boys. They're puny. Hmm. Puny? Say, let's pretend this grain is a puny little ant. 
Did that hurt? <laughs> nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? <laughs> how about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's
yeah, gotta stick to, myself back yeah, you in, gotta be in studio <laughs> to tell the camera to tell the camera to focus on me again here whatever there we go i had another donut and i'm out of script so the fun is beginning you know this is me unchained again okay i do want to talk to you about pushback now i've got a marching order for you and i want you to listen to me this time real close please because i do have something that we can all do together every one of us in the class I know most of us, not all of us, but most of us are on, on fake book. Yeah. Fake book. Yeah. That works. Okay. Memes. Memes are very effective means of communication. I want to talk to you about how you use them. Okay. I'm going to go scripture on you for just a moment. So don't, don't let me lose you. Scripture tells you that believing comes by hearing the word first. You got to hear the word, you know, the gospel, then you believe. The scripture also tells you that, you know, it's a matter of faith. Well, you got to use your heart and all this good stuff. In the Bible, the Hebrew way of thinking, that tells you to use your noggin, Jack, not your emotions. You got to bring your emotions in line with your noggin, not the other way around. So what I want you to consider is if you're going to use a meme to try and talk to people, you know darn well that if people are snarky with you, you don't listen. Well, they're the same way. So if we're going to use snarky memes, they're not going to listen. And and this is me talking to the mirror right now, man, because this is the pot calling the kettle black. This, this is the pot and the kettle and the cast iron frying pan calling the cinders black because I'm guilty of this. I love to be snarky with people sometimes. And every now and then it's appropriate. But if we're going to be on social media and we want to be effective at ridiculing and pushing back and, and, and trying to affect some sort of change in the thinking of the people who read what we post, start being intentional with your posts. You're not going to convince somebody who's already emotionally a sheep. <laughs> Left or right, doesn't matter. An emotionally invested Democrat, an emotionally invested Republican cannot be moved. So first of all, understand that your target audience is those very few out there who are still using the gray cells that are stuck between their ears. There ain't a lot of them. But there are a few still thinking that are still blue-pilled. You might be able to reach them. Okay? I saw one meme. Uh, post or whatever, and basically said the more of us who refuse to accept the, 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 the government's push, and they, they were talking about uh, the jabs and COVID and other things like this, says the more of us that push back, speak out against it, reason against it, <clears throat> the fewer and fewer people, you know, the more and more people start realizing what's going on. And the more people who realize that's going on, the more pushback we give them, the more pushback that we give them, the more desperate they become, the more desperate they become, the stupider they get in, in what they're doing, the more obvious they become in their actions, the more obvious they become, the more people wake up, the more people wake up, the more people push back. It's a feedback loop. Well, you're going to have to start trying to grow the number of people doing the feedback loops. So start using social media against the system and use it intentionally. Make an effort to consciously remember, just because it sounds cool, is it snarky? Will the audience member that I'm trying to convince turn it off, ignore it, blah, blah, blah? Or might it actually get through to them? 
try to post things that are reasonable, that speak to reason, and try to stay away from the snarky posts. I know the snarky ones are more fun, but fun in this case is not as effective. You're squashing all my fun, Joe. Yeah, I know. Stepping on toes and I'm taking away all the joy. I know Alinsky said, pick tactics that your enemy enjoys. Problem with that is the only people you convince then are other idiots. Well, if all we want to do is convince other idiots, you might as well just join the Democratic or Republican Party and join them. If you want to get them to red pill, you've got to go after their reason, their higher order thinking. You, you got to go after the, you know, the, the intellectual person. You got to grab them with logic and reason and common sense. And you can do this. And this is an area where you can actually be effective using social media. Be careful with what you share. Make sure it speaks to truth as best as you understand it. Watch which one of those memes you share. Um, and I'm serious about this. Be careful with this stuff, folks. Seriously. Um, I catch myself erasing a lot of things lately. Because I don't think it's the best stuff in the world to share. Now, some of it. Some of it you can find that you can share that, that that might be a little fun to share. It might be just a little on the snarky side, but it'll still effectively communicate the ideas that you're trying to communicate to people. You can look for those, um, but be careful. That's all I'm asking. Just be careful um, with what you, what you share with people. Um, here's... I'm going to go ahead and share my own personal Facebook page with you for a moment. And that's because this is a public page and you can find it anyway, if you were trying, but I've got a quote up here from Thomas soul. So some of the biggest cases of mistaken identity are among intellectuals who have trouble remembering that they are not God. It's Thomas soul. You know, he's an African American. I think he's one, he's one of my living heroes. Man's brilliant. I love his reasoning. <clears throat> Excuse me. His, his logic is perfect. And he's echoing something I've been saying here. But if you go through some others, these are just some of the wicks. But here's one. Cashless society. Cash is um, right here. A cashless society means a zero cash. It means no car boot sales. No markets. You know, no tooth fairy. No piggy banks. No saving cash for a rainy day. No tipping the waiter or hairdresser in cash. No giving to the homeless in cash. No giving to bus, uh, uh, busking musicians, you know, on the street. No selling unwanted items for cash. No buying anything with privacy. 100% digital currency means your life is 100% dependent on a power source and the internet. Every penny you receive will be recorded. Every transaction will be tracked. These are the type of things that I think that we should share with people. These are the types of things, and, and if you look, you'll find other things, like I've got one on there about the the the, the jab. You know, the, the, at first it was about, you know, protecting people from COVID, and now it's about protecting the jab from people. It, make sure you share things that are actually conveying the message in a way that others might listen to if they don't want to. Coming on the board by did by TDT. Nowadays, it says it might backfire, make them so mad they ramp up their sins and fight on us. 
you're not responsible for that part, Dip. You're responsible for speaking truth, capital T truth, to the best as you understand it. You will not be held guiltless if you sit there silently. That goes for your personal life as well. So if you got friends and family members, coworkers, et cetera, et cetera, and I know in the world in which we work, you got to be careful with this if it's at work. But don't acquiesce to the things that you know are wrong. Lawlessness. You can fight it in any number of ways. Um, let's say you're at work and you work for a very woke corporation. There are ways of letting people know that you do not agree with what's happening. Let's say I'm in a HR counseling session where they're telling me I'm going to have to live with all this crap. You know what? You can sit there and listen, do whatever. Or you can do like that guy in that picture from the Nazis. I can cross my arms and sit back and put a scowl on my face and just stare at the one speaking at me. And every now and then I might shake my head. I've said nothing. There's nothing they can use against me there. Everybody else in the room knows I disagree. The progressives, the left, it's all about control. It's all about control. You've got to understand that they think everything, everything is political. Every aspect of your daily life is political to them. So you have to be careful whenever you are in a public environment, you're witnessing to your ideology and to your value system. If they silence you, they succeed. If you allow yourself to be silenced, you've surrendered. You're going to have to start learning to fight back, but you have to learn to fight back in a way that protects you at the same time. You can do this. You got to start thinking differently. Charlie, have you noticed we're starting to fall off there on that one side that never wants to hear us tell them the truth? <laughs> I love, we've lost now, lost six supposed watchers since I've started talking to you about something that matters. These are the ones who, if I were to ask them, oh yeah, they're good churchgoers and they believe in the constitution and the rule of law. They're all about the founding fathers ideals. It's funny. Whenever I talk about these type of subjects, when I get like I'm doing right now, one medium stays with us. The other ones, you know, the holy roller types that say they're one thing and aren't, they start leaving the show just when they need to be listening the most. Don't want to be preached at. Eh, quit asking me what to do if you don't want to listen to my advice. We can push back. This is a case of where Alinsky, you have to use your brain here. You've got to be able to think for yourself. Take those rules for radicals. Now, how do I clean them up and use them in a lawful way? Well, I can ridicule. that. Alinsky's right. Ridicule is a very effective means of pushing back against something. That's what, you know the owner of not the bee is telling us ridicule this stupidity, but you're going to have to do it in a way that's not going to get you um, destroyed in the process. I don't want you losing your job over this. There are ways of doing these things. Um, <laughs> okay. Here's a snarky meme that I won't share anymore, but I used to love it. This is, you know, I can only control my tongue. I have no control over my face. You know, there are ways of letting people know that you don't agree with things. Now, that does not mean it will not come at a price. As soon as people know that you're not happy honky dory going along and with the with the woke agenda, and they know that you're a, a silent rebellion, um, 
you can expect that they're going to come against you as, as well. And they're probably not going to be as quiet or passive about it. I recently lost a job because I pushed back. Yeah, you did. So be prepared for it. But if you're not going to pay a price for it, then it's not worth having. Freedom is not free. We, we see that meme all the time. You know, it's a, the, the law enforcement and the, and the military, they've got to pay for your freedom. Uh-huh. So do you. If you want it, be willing to fight for it. So the things I'm telling you, they're not going to cost you in blood like a, like a soldier is. But, you know, if you're not willing to pay for it in a little uncomfortable feelings, you don't deserve it. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to add with on Facebook, this could apply to the posts that we like or react to. Yes. Because, I mean, even if you're not directly sharing it, your name will say, oh, you like this or something. So, yes. Just something else. Be Careful with your likes. And then if you find somebody who's like, for whatever reason, every now and then Facebook sh sends me a whole bunch of leftist stuff. I laugh at every one of their posts. I just laugh at it. You know, it, I think it's funny. Now they probably take it wrong. They think I'm agreeing with them. I know what I mean. Um, another thing you have to be do doing. Um, thanks, Natasha. Yep. When you, when you engage in conversations in social media, Watch how you do, you're being a witness there, man. Be careful. Um, yeah, yeah, throw that comment by by TDT up on the board for me, Charlie. The last one there and, and Rumble. Be careful how you talk publicly. Guard yourself, brothers and sisters. Dip by DDT says that 90% of these people I'm talking about where they're fake make up our churches. Yes, they do. Um, last week I showed you a story where it's, you know, the Southern Baptists are conservative and another Baptist group or whatever, they're liberal, you know, one's, one's GOP, one's D, uh, Democrats. Let me ask you something. If you're a believer, I'm, we're going to get political here for a minute, but I'm also going to get religious at the same time. A lot of Christians won't get involved in politics. They say that it's not supposed to be mixed. Well, very, very good. Satan just beat you to death on that one. He, he won that battle. So Jesus doesn't want us to be political. He doesn't. Does the scripture not tell you to imitate the Messiah? Yes, it does. Did the Messiah get political? Charlie, pop oh, your little man. booty on the screen here. <laughs> oh, and get on the screen. Was Messiah political in his day and age? Oh, man, he was, he, he was beating the political drum. Yes. So when he goes up to the Pharisees, what's the and he calls them a brood of vipers? What would be a modern day equivalent? Who's he talking to? First of all, well, they they were they were the religious leaders, but they basically the the Roman curators basically allowed them to govern themselves within limits. I mean, they were a, a what do you call that a, a vassal of yeah of vassal the Roman, state uh, Roman government. <clears throat> But they were given quite a bit of liberty to conduct. In fact, they even had their own uh, their own guards and you know their own like police force and within stuff the like temple, that. right? Yeah. Now they had a, Israel had a king, right? Herod and everything, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, or whoever. Yeah, whoever yeah. Else. Well, uh, yeah, governor. But that king was very careful about what he did and said according to the uh, temple, wasn't he? Oh, oh, yeah. If the temple didn't yeah. support the king, what happened? <laughs> king was gone, right? Yeah, yeah. So in this case, so, church supported state. Yes. 
Okay, so when he goes after the Pharisees in the Sanhedrin, oh, yeah. he's yelling at the leadership of the country. Absolutely. And he was he was nasty he was, he with his was, language. He was vicious with them. Yes. I mean, these are, you know, he, he called them names. Yes, whitewashed he, sepulchers. He, he used some of Valinsky's tactics on them. Yes, he did. And he told the people that they were lawless and that, that they were going to, they were, he called them sons of Satan yeah, publicly. Yeah. These are public conversations, yeah. folks. Yeah. So yes, the Messiah is very political. And when he yeah. tells you to go out into Rome and preach his kingdom over Caesar's, <laughs> why do you think so many early century, first century believers got crucified and sent right. to the, to the lions yeah. because they were political in nature. So if, thanks, Charlie, if you're a believer and you're out of the political arena, you've chosen a side, but it wasn't team Yahweh. You're supposed to change the society with the way you live. If you're not going to actually walk the walk, quit talking the talk. You're just being a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. Walk the walk that you believe, man. If you don't believe this Bible stuff, then fine, man. Embrace paganism. Go for it. it if you're going to claim the Bible, then claim the Bible, not your preacher. Now, if you're going to claim your preacher over the Bible, claim your preacher. Don't say, you know, I'm a Christian. Say I'm a Tom Smithian or whatever he or preacher's name is. Be real and, and do it for no other reason than to be real with yourself, with the person in your mirror. Don't fool yourself. That's one of the problems we have in our society today is nothing is real anymore. Push back. You be the pushback you're wanting. You be. Others will see you. And you may never know because you may not see it. They may not tell you. But you might give somebody else the courage they need to stand up somewhere else in their life. This is the problem we have. We're, we're so great about, oh, I feel I care. Somebody else needs to do something about this. Why is it always somebody else? Sooner or later, you're the one that's got to stand up, and you do. You have to do. Well, Joe, I'm such a little person, I can't do. Ants, remember? Ants over the grasshoppers. If an ant does something, does what that ant can in his or her world today, and another ant somewhere across the country does what they can in the, his or her world today, if more of us do that, others will see. Now, we live in an age of growing darkness. The people who respond are going to be fewer and fewer. You're just going to have to accept that. You struggle for the few who will respond. This is a case where my military time serves me well. There's in World War II, the Marine Corps has an institutional memory. We remember our past. It serves us well for the purposes at hand. Now, today I want to share something with you. Military thinking. I know civilians may not get this, but in the military in World War II, the Marine Corps rifle platoon, basic basic unit. Okay, it's four squads. Each, each squad has three fire teams of four men and a, and a squad leader. So I've got four, a platoon has four squads of 13 men. 
Well, usually in the army, you only had three squads of 10 men. So 30 as opposed to 50 something. The Marine Corps rifle platoon was so much bigger because we were an assault unit. We had to have an operational unit after we took the beach. We were expected to take a lot of casualties. When we fought in Tarawa, Peleliu, these two islands, the casualties were horrendous. Um, very few men that hit the beach survived without being wounded or killed. That's what you were looking at. Your first wave Marine Corps into a Japanese-held island in World War II. Very few of us are going to survive. Very few of us that come in first wave are going to survive the whole battle. Very few. But that does not mean we don't get to fight the battle because we know most of us are going to be lost. You still have to fight the battle for your brothers and sisters that are going to make it. Give yourself up as lost in this case. Just give it up. And just fight the battle for the others. As soon as you start learning to put others before yourself in places like this, you're going to start thinking better of yourself. It will help with your own self-esteem. I know, I know. It gets old after a while. Like you're, you're always the one that has to put up for other people. I get that. But if you associate with others who are of like mind, and they are there, you can find them. Think about it this. Well, Joe, it's only one. It's a maybe 10% in the whole country. There are 350 plus million people in this country. So 10% is 35 million. 35 million. That's still a lot of people, folks. You divide that by 50. That's still 7 million per state. Or roughly something like that. Or 700,000. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm doing the math in my head here real quick, but still. 700,000 in the state of Florida? Yeah, I got people in my home city I can associate with. I just got to go look for them. Got plenty of people. Stop thinking you can't. That's the enemy's tactic. Push back when and where you can. Push back by simply doing the best you can to live the life you want to live every day. Do that. Push back that way. Push back by learning to actually be able to defend what it is you believe. Push back by not listening to, you know what? Turn this stupid thing off. Turn your TV off. Or, or if, if you just use it to something more beneficial to yourself. Do you have a smart TV at home? Is it connected to the internet? Do you have a YouTube app on it? YouTube, yes, the enemy's world. Yes. Go to YouTube every night. Instead of turning on TV, you know, the programming, go to YouTube and start doing searches for things that you find interesting that edify and educate you. I, I will, from time to time, I just watch documentaries on history. I will watch the, the shows on YouTube about why a building collapsed. Why did a bridge collapse? Engineering uh, failures. So that, you know, the engineer in me wants to, follow, wants to follow behind. I want to learn what was it, what mistake was made there. Watch true crime. How did the police actually catch this criminal? Watch whatever, you know, watch a, a murder mystery or whatever. Find something that's a little more wholesome for you. Comment on the board by Dip by DDT. American version of Suicide Bomber. LOL, just picking Joe. Squid versus Leatherneck. <laughs> yes, I know.
I got you. Squid me, Navy. <laughs> He's allowed to pick on me that way. The rest of you branches of the service aren't. You don't mess with Dip. Just because he was a squid doesn't mean y'all can pick on him. If you're going to, you Air Force and Army doggies, if you try that, got to deal with me first. He's my squid. So, yes, does Natasha. This make, does this make Dip a teacher's pet? <laughs> That's two on the board for Natasha today. I think she had some donuts vicariously with us today. She's I'll be snarky here all today. Week. <laughs> yeah, she'll be here all week. <laughs> Dip. <laughs> Natasha might have stole your man card, brother. <laughs> so I'm serious, man. Start learning how to use this system against you. If you're going to be... I am with a friend of mine. I've known him for a lot of years. He's in Jacksonville now. He he was a EMT for many years, and now he went and got his schooling, and he's um, an ER nurse a male ER nurse in a, in a hospital over in Jacksonville. And he's been struggling to turn off Facebook. Well, unfortunately for me, I do way too many. I do way too many educational things where I try to help people that have to be done on Facebook, but I have gotten much more deliberate in how I use that stupid system. And I've gotten much more um, selective in who I talk to and how and when and why. I have got to realize that being snarky with people just because it makes me feel good can be more negative than positive in the greater scheme of things. Because And I may never know who it was I injured because they may never tell me. And this is a scripture. If you're going to put a stumbling block in somebody's way, you're responsible for that. This is something um, we're supposed to all be watching all the time. If you, especially if you're a believer, how are you acting? That's part of your witness. I, I love quoting Spurgeon. Preach the gospel every day. If you have to, use your words. What he's telling you is walk the walk. So everywhere we go today, like we like to all think about, hey, donate to the poor. Okay, if I've got somebody who's homeless, I, like with me downtown, I know that there was a mission downtown for many years, and it, it, that's why a lot of homeless folks were downtown where I live, because they were around the mission. But I also know that none of those people wanted to, to do anything, and it wasn't a case of those who were mentally incapacitated. There were people who just didn't want to live any different way. They chose to live this way. There's a very famous story from when I was going to college in Tallahassee, Florida, 1990s, early 90s. There was a man who went to the mission there, and he asked his buddy, hey, watch my bag. And he went to get a shower. When he came back, his buddy was gone with his bag. And it turns out he called the cops and said, hey, my bag had $60,000 in it. And it did. It had $60,000 in it. It was money he'd made panhandling. Well, if you've got $60,000, why are you at the mission? Because it was free. They, there's not all of them, not all of them, don't get me wrong, but there are a lot of people who choose to live that way. So when I see somebody out and about and he's well or she's well-dressed, clean, riding a bicycle, that person asks me for something, they're not going to get it from me. That person's capable of going to get a job. They don't want to. Eh, they're on their own. 
the person who's mentally incapable of taking care of themselves, they usually won't ask you for anything because they're not there. But you know the ones that get overlooked? That single mother who is struggling to make ends meet. She's working two and sometimes three jobs, and the child's having to raise itself because mom's too busy trying to, because dad was worthless and took off. Didn't want to uphold his responsibilities. She's overlooked. Well, she's got a job. Yeah, and she's barely making it, and she's working herself to death to do just that. Why doesn't anybody ever help her? She's not asking for a handout. Why is she never helped? Why do we never look for those people? That's the one where your effort would be the most useful. But we always look for the poor. She's working three jobs just to make ends meet. You think she's rich? I don't. Why does she not qualify for poor? We've got to expand our thinking, folks. We've got to look for ways to push back. We've got to look for ways to shoulder the burden. We've got to pick up our brothers and sisters pack and we've got to carry it from time to time. That's just all there is to it. If we're not willing to do that, we need to shut our big fat mouths when we complain about what we're not getting. Our rights are being taken away. Are you taking care of your brothers and sisters rights? Are you being your brother and sister's keeper? Well, Joe, we're not supposed to be our brother's keeper. Oh, is that what God told Cain? Cain goes, well, what am I? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, that's exactly what you are. You're there to help when they need help. That's pushback in this day and age, folks. It really is, where the government wants you to more and more rely on the government to do things. Well, who exactly is the government? They want you to think of it as Big Brother, as some sort of entity in and of itself, like God. But it's just people. And it's people who, for one way, shape, form, or another, for the most part, not entirely, but for the most part, people who couldn't or didn't want to try to make it in the civilian world. I'm going to exclude emergency services, some law enforcement, military in some cases, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're, if you're just civil service and elected officials and things like that, why aren't you working in the civilian world? You know darn well you'll make more money there. So why? Well, you'll make more money there if you actually have a marketable skill and you're an employable person. I've, you and I all know, and I know if I've got government employees listening to the show, and I know I have at least one, I know who they are. I'm not necessarily criticizing you. Don't get me wrong. But you know darn well that the government collects a lot of riffraff. The, the floatsome, the jetsam of society who otherwise would not be employable. And the ones that won't even do that are on welfare. Push back against that system. More of us that take care of things on our own the less need there is of that welfare program. There's a reason our laws forbid the church from doing the job of a hospital or welfare programs anymore. There's a reason our laws will not allow you and I to feed the homeless in certain cities. We've covered some of these stories on, we had a lady who was arrested. We read a story about a lady who was arrested, put in jail for feeding the homeless on a public, in the public park. 
Because why? Well, it didn't pass the FDA regulations. Since when do I have to pass FDA regulations to hand food to somebody in a private exchange? The laws are being written to, to separate us person from person. They, they even want to separate our families. Push back. Push back peacefully, lawfully, when and where possible. Break the law as long as you can do it peacefully without getting yourself in a lot of trouble. You cannot attend to your family duties, your scriptural duties if you're in jail. But I mean, if it's a case of me smuggling somebody a sandwich on a public park, I'll, I'll do it. I'll just make sure I don't get caught. Civil disobedience is all right for them, but not for us. Have you ever noticed? Push back against the hypocrisy. Call them out. When and where you can, speak up. Let others know that you've got the courage to tell them you've got no clothes. Well, I'm a girl today. No, you're not. You're a boy. You're a hater. No, I'm not. You're a science denier. See, there's pushback. You're a science denier. What do you mean I'm a science denier? You have XY chromosomes. You're a boy. Science. They like to claim we're science deniers. There you go. You're an intolerant. You're intolerant. You're a scienceophobe. If you want to get snarky with them, do it that way. Throw their own words and tactics in their face. That way I can see being acceptable because those who are paying attention, maybe not the one you're talking to, but the others who are paying attention might see the hypocrisy you're actually pointing out. Just, but if you know you're just a fairy and you're weird and you got a mental illness, nobody's going to listen to that. Nobody wants to listen to that. And for so long, that's the way I talked to people. And I wondered why nobody listened. Nobody listened because I was just the right wing of the of the same bird. It, it wasn't until I understood that, you know, if I want to help, I've got to actually help or try to help with love and patience, agape love. I don't necessarily have to accept wrong, and I'm not going to, but I can try to correct it and explain why it's wrong. I can point to the source of right and wrong. I can encourage people to look into it for themselves. You know, if the house is on fire, I'll show you the way out. Right there, that's the exit. But, you know, follow me. I'll show you how to get through the exit. Come on. This is the safe path through that burning house, but can't make you follow, and it's not my job to make you follow. It's not your job to make others accept, see, or believe either. But it is your responsibility to try and help them out. Each and every one of us. You remember... Franklin, when the Constitutional Convention, the Second Constitutional Convention was failing, stood up and basically said, hey, you know, <laughs> if a sparrow can't fall to the ground without the creator of the universe noticing it, you really think we're going to be able to uh, create a nation without his help? So he's invoking God. Now, it was at a later time where he wrote about the American religion. And he said that the best religion, as far as he can tell, it doesn't does involve a God that's going to govern in the affairs of man. And he will judge us in the afterlife, according to how we lived in this life. And he says, so the best thing we can do is serve that creator. And the best way to serve that creator is to serve our fellow man. 
serve our fellow man. Serve, serve, serve. Wonder where he got that idea. Wasn't there some guy who, you know, he was about to go to a cross, but he took the time to wrap an apron around his waist and wash his his students' feet? And, and when one of those students said, no, no, not me, master, you, you, no. And he says, well, if you won't let me serve you, you have no part of me. I don't want nothing to do with you. So he said, well, not just my feet, my head too. <laughs> so then, then the master said, well, don't go overboard there, Peter. You know, your head's already clean. Just your feet are dirty. You wash Peter's feet. Well, if the creator of the universe can stoop to serve by washing a man's feet, why can't you serve? There goes the people who call themselves believers dropping off the show again. Why can't you serve your fellow man? Why is that so hard? You think about that. Remember the Thomas Sowell quote I showed you just a little while ago? When I was looking at my Facebook page? says, because so many intellectuals forget that they are God. They're not God, rather. They think they are. You know why we don't serve our fellow man? Gets in the way of what we want. What we want, what we want, what we want. We, we, we. Me, me, me. I, I, I. Comment on the board by Aaron Spikes. This is the problem is today society isn't willing to give up personal pleasures and the lust of the money to actually follow Yeshua. They want Yeshua in their lives, but they don't truly try to follow him. They profess with their tongues, but their hearts are far off from him. True. But that goes for a lot of things, Aaron. We have a lot of people claiming that they are for the founding ideals of this country, but their hearts are far off from those founding ideals. But most of them want what the progressives are actually pushing. They want the benefit of of the government and the society and system that the founders gave us without the foundation that the founders built that government upon. The founders were very clear. They built that foundation upon the basic precepts of Christianity. We don't want that. We still want the benefits. We want the freedom and the liberty and the rights and the protections and the prosperity. We want the blessings, but we don't want to have to be subjected to the curse. What? Yeah, covenants. Biblical covenants, blessings and curses, all covenants. Well, I'm under the new covenant, Joe. That's grace. If it's a covenant, there's a curse attached somewhere. And there's also a, if you keep this in that covenant. So if you say you're under the new covenant, then there is a curse attached and there is a conditional attached or it's not a covenant. Well, that's not in my Bible, Joe. Oh, yes, it is. John 3.16, Joe. Keep reading. Keep reading toward the end of John chapter 3 where it says, if you don't obey, you won't be in that kingdom. What? Yeah, you didn't keep reading far enough, did you? Same thing with the founding fathers. We'll read the good stuff, but we won't keep reading before and after. We want the yummy, yummy. We don't want to make the cooking. We don't want to clean up the dishes. Somebody else needs to do that. We're children. For the most part, all of us are children that just refuse to grow up. It's one of the things that the scriptures teach us. It's a lot of stuff we have to choose to do, not because we want to to do it, because it's the things that need to be done to keep civilization operating. We live in a culture that's busy destroying civilization. One of the best ways to push back is to do what you can to keep it functional. 
to build it up, to uplift it, to keep society running. Now, if you're not going to look at this from a biblical spiritual warfare perspective, you can still get where I'm wanting you to go. It's going to be harder. But if you do look at this the way I do, then you understand that trying to keep society up and running is fighting nihilism. And if you're fighting nihilism, you're fighting the forces of evil, of chaos, the, the forces of destruction. You're fighting Satan, the devil. If you want to look at it, what well, we would say secularly, I guess you're fighting communism, you're fighting socialism, whatever. The problem with that is, why are you fighting that? If you don't believe in a creator in the spirit world, why are you fighting the communists? You should be helping them. Because if they succeed in their stated goal, you'll live in a utopia. Well, Joe, that's not what happens whenever I look at the world. Yeah, there's a reason for that. If there's no order to this universe that was established by a creator, if there are no set laws, and if there's a law, there's a lawgiver. If there are no set laws, if man truly can direct his own evolution, shouldn't you be helping the communist? Because after all, if they succeed, heaven on earth, man-made, wouldn't you want to live in that world? So why are you fighting the communist? I propose, I, I, I suggest that it's because at least at some level, you realize that there is a spiritual world here and there is a lawgiver and that the communists are his enemy. <laughs> but you could reject that. That's up to you. I'm not in charge of what you believe. <laughs> Pushback. Pushback comes in many forms, folks. We've had some articles today where we see it. There are people leading the way. You know, do this. Something else you can do. When you see somebody who stands up for what is right, what's truth with a capital T, truth. When you see somebody that takes a brave action or does anything that helps build up and maintain society, find an opportunity, make it if you have to, to just quietly tell them, thank you. I saw what you did. I heard what you did. I noticed what you did. Thank you. Or publicly support them. Or publicly support them. We had a case a few years ago where there was a local sheriff in one of our neighboring counties that was uh, put out of office because he upheld the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. And I participated in a protest in Tallahassee. Eventually, he was exonerated and everything. But uh, it was rough for him for a while. But, uh, you know, I did what I could to support him. Yep. Charlie's right, but at the very least, encourage them. Because sometimes, wouldn't if you did something like that, wouldn't you appreciate it if somebody just let you know they noticed? So you wouldn't feel so alone? Well, if you want somebody to do it for you, why shouldn't you do it for them? There's that golden rule thing there, isn't there? Treat your neighbor as you'd like to be treated. Oh my God, there's more do there. Joe, you're always telling me to do something. Well, you've been asking, what do we do? I start telling you and everybody just bails on me. For those of you who might be new, 
we've got two different systems here in the studio and, and two different forms of where we throw the show, where we broadcast it at. One of them tends to be the majority of our quote unquote religious audience. And one of them tends to be the quote unquote majority of our not as religious audience. Now it's not perfect correlation, but it tends to be that way. And we've noticed whenever we get a little on the preachy side in a good way, we lose the numbers of the, the, the ones who are less religious quit watching as much. You know, we watch the numbers fall. Whenever I start driving home to the supposed Christians, you know, the ones that are claimed to be good followers, whenever I start getting a little too close to home to their hypocrisy, their numbers just dive on us. So we, we watch the two and they have become a very effective way of us knowing how accurate we're being with what we're discussing, you know, whether or not we're dialed in and we're on target. And we could almost, it's gotten to the point where we could almost predict what's going to happen with the numbers. So we mention it from time to time. And, and Charlie, <laughs> I don't know if you ever believed me before, but since you've become the, uh, since you've become the producer here, you've noticed it, haven't you? Oh, it's fun to watch. Today, the, it's been a roller coaster. Yes, now. it has. <laughs> and it corresponds directly it with what I'm saying, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. The, the spiritual signs of the spirit world and the way the spirit world work are ep <laughs> <laughs> they're everywhere we, oh, geez. the numbers just jumped didn't they charlie yep. up and down up and down <laughs> exactly like what we were expecting <laughs> it's, it's just funny folks and we share it with you we don't hide anything here okay we're open book for the most part but the reason i share this with you it's just to tell you, if you start looking, you'll see it. You'll see it. If you start pushing back, it will have an effect. It might take time and it might be a small effect, but it will have an effect. If nothing else, yes, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun today. It will have we an effect. We are high on donuts, too. Yes, we are high on donuts. This we is are. still good, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're taking now. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, folks, when this happens, when this happens with the numbers that we're watching, it's an affirmation to me. And, and, and I've realized our audience is never going to be really big. And, and it was never intended to. I'm here for the very few who I'm serving, who Charlie is serving who who natasha is serving they're not a, there never will be a bunch of us and there's a reason for that and the scriptures tell you as you get closer and closer to the end there'll be fewer and fewer donuts on monday oh no <laughs> but there'll be fewer and fewer who will respond to the call there'll be more and more who say they are but they're not going to be they're going to be surprised when the time comes because he's going to tell them i never knew you be gone from me you don't want to be in that number, but it, it, you know, we're just going to get, get political. How many of you really know the founding fathers? Huh? How many of you really know the founding fathers? Okay. So you like TV at night. You like to unwind. Okay. So you go home, you turn on that smart TV, you get your YouTube app or channel up. Look for David Barton, B-A-R-T-O-N start watching his videos he's going to teach you about america's founding fathers and the history start watching his videos 
Say, well, Joe, a lot of people have told me that Barton got. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know why they don't like Barton? Because Barton brings the receipts. He owns the largest collection of documentation from the founding era outside of the Library of Congress. He has over 100,000 pieces of original letters and documents connected directly to our founding father, written in their hand. Things they produced, our founding fathers produced, original material, over 100,000 pieces of it. And a lot of it he knows heart by heart. He can recite it, and he talks faster than I do. Watch his videos. Learn your history. There's you something to do. Now you got something to watch, and you're going to learn why you're at it, and you're not going to have your head drugged through all sorts of vulgarity. Um, case in point, short spoiler alert before we wrap for the show. BB and I, BBB and my wife, we like movies. That's one of the things we do. We, we used to go to a lot of movies. There's fewer and fewer we want to watch, but we just went to this one, The Creator. It's about this new AI, you know, movie out. Oh, my God. As far as movies go, eh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. As far as spiritual imagery goes, I'm going to tell you right now, it, I would not recommend that movie. If you're secular and you're not religious at all, fine, I don't care. But if you have re religious leanings, I would not recommend that movie for anybody but the hardest core, spiritually, most mature spiritual believer, period. Because the imagery in that movie is absolutely horrendous. Now, my wife didn't really see it, and she didn't want to. She's just looking for something to entertain herself. She's spiritually enough mature that if I'd have asked her to look at it, she'd have seen it. She'd have known. She'd, she'd, she'll ignore it and push it back for what it is. I know that much. I know my wife that well. But if you're not, oh, my God, is that movie seductive in the wrong ways. That movie is filled full of spiritual imagery. And it's all deceptive. All of it. If you don't understand what you're looking at, you will not see it. So if you're totally secular, it's a good movie. Go see it. Who cares? You know, if you don't believe in God at all, but if you do, and you are not a very grown believer, it's not a movie for you. It's not. Not my opinion. So guard yourselves, brothers and sisters. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the prophetic language. If you are a non-believer or somebody who's always been skeptical of the Bible, this will be a very good class for you. If you are a Bible believer, get your notebook. It's time for you to learn some things that... And put your suckers in your ring pops. Yeah, put your suckers in your ring pops. Because there is a prophetic language. The Bible does define it. And if you stick to it, the prophets are a lot easier to understand. Not perfectly. I said easier. But to the point where some of what the prophets write don't confuse me at all anymore. I get it. I understand what they're telling me. But it took years to learn their language and their culture. We're going to cover that a little bit tomorrow because it's setting us up for Wednesday when I try to put a nice, night, tight, neat little bow on the series we just com completed. And then Thursday, 
total art bell, man. We're going to talk about everything from Bigfoot and the Mothman to UFOs and whatever else, man. And if I really get bored, I'll bend your brains talking about time and dimensions. <laughs> That's art bell too. Friday, I have no idea yet. We'll figure that out. But we've got a week ahead of you for you today, this, this week. This will be a good one. Tomorrow, I'm looking forward to it. The prophetic language. Um, it is in your Bible. It is right there. It tells you it's its own language. And once you understand the symbology and how it works, a lot of things in your Bible are not, well, it's open to interpretation. Oh, no, it's not. No, it isn't. Not unless you're willing to just destroy the scriptures. So we'll see everybody tomorrow. Until then, we love each and every one of you. We want you to stay safe. If you like what we're doing, at the very least, give us a thumbs up or whatever. You know, we, we like seeing that and lets us know personally we did okay that day. Share the show with your friends and friend, family and whatever, neighbor, coworkers. Charlie's right. Warn them about me. I know I can be tough to get used to. It's a lot like a cross between Gregory House and Sheldon's character from House and Big Bang Theory. I got it. I understand whatever if we do do something here that you really like we'd appreciate it if you'd go to the donut page also known as a donate page sign up to buy us a five dollar cup of coffee or a five dollar half dozen donuts every month we need to get a little bit further along we're, we're we're getting close to where if we get a few more people to do that we might just actually cover the show's costs then all i gotta do is see if some people will help me and charlie buy gasoline <laughs> but for right now we're just trying to cover the cost of the show we're getting close and we thank each and every one of you that have been signing up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But remember it, it, it's worth more to us to have that $5 a month. than it is those $25 donations as much as we love the one-time donations that, that $5 a month would really, really be helpful. Cause that's something we know will be there every month to pay the bills. Um, I'm sorry. This is just the facts of life of the, the world we live in. I've got to, I've got to cover the cost of the electric bill, the cable rumble. I mean, there's bills here, folks. And if you doubt it, do some searching on the internet. You'll find out what we're paying right now. You'll get it. You'll understand. So until tomorrow, y'all be safe. Take care. Yahweh bless. <laughs>